Welcome to the Chosen Weddings Podcast, a podcast for engaged couples in the Treasure Valley. Chosen Weddings was created to help couples find, book, and pay for their custom weddings online. And now, the founder of Chosen Weddings. Here is your host, Leah Alvarez. Hello, and welcome to the Chosen Weddings Podcast, the podcast for engaged couples in the Treasure Valley. I'm your host, Leah Alvarez, and I want to thank you for joining us today. We're thrilled to introduce this new podcast, and we hope that engaged couples in the Treasure Valley will get so much good information about how to enjoy being engaged and helpful info while they begin the wedding planning process. So if you're engaged and planning a wedding in Idaho, you absolutely need to subscribe so you don't miss out on any of the great stuff we have planned for you. Today, we're going to be talking with Catherine from Kate's Bridal Cottage in Meridian. She has the most adorable little bridal cottage, and she does one-on-one consulting, and she has the best dresses at amazing prices, and I just love going to her. She's super sweet and warm and friendly, and you're not going to find a better person to trust with your wedding dress. So without further ado, Catherine, thank you for being here Tell us a little bit about your background and how you got started in the bridal fashion industry. Oh, Leah, you're so sweet. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. So how did I get started? Well, it's kind of been a long journey that's led up to this. Um, I started my first business about uh, 10 years ago now. Um, and during that business, it was, very, it, was a, it was a little coffee shop cafe, very different from what I'm in now. Um, but during that time, I always loved helping with any wedding. It was just such a beautiful time in people's lives and um, just celebrating that with them. And anyway, so I, I always wanted to do something in the bridal world. I just wasn't sure what. It wasn't until a couple of years ago when I was searching for my gown um, that I really connected with a, a bridal shop owner. I waited until the last minute to find my dress. Big mistake. Don't ever do that. Um, so my selection was pretty slim. And this owner really took the time to um, help me find the perfect dress. So we really hit it off. And a couple of weeks after my wedding, I received a phone call from her asking if I would like to come and work with her. So, Oh, nice. Um, and, yeah. And so that's kind of how I, I got into the wedding dress industry. And that um, that side of things. So after um, I started working with her for quite a while, I decided to sell my other business and um, work with her. So um, now during that period of time, I got pregnant and things really changed. And um, I took a little time off to think about what I was, what my plans were and what I was going to do. And what mom life looked like. And um, during that time, this owner retired and really started um, chatting with me about following my dream to open a bridal shop of my own. So um, while I was pregnant, that's when all the um, research began, trying to find the designers I loved, the dresses I loved, developing relationships with them. And um, kind of formulating the plan on how um, I was going to do this. So that um, that's kind of a little, little bit of the background, how I got here. And um, boy, I have the learning curve and just learning everything about <laughs> um, ordering times and, yeah, you know, changing colors and uh, just 
everything that goes into making the perfect gown. There's so much that goes into it. And um, anyway, so I just love it. It's, it's wonderful, but. That's so great. (laughs) And it's so great that you kind of had a mentor to help you get started. Oh, she's wonderful. I think that if you're going to follow a dream, make sure you have a really great mentor. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yes, and kudos to you for following your dream because so many of us moms oh, you. find that really hard. So that's really brave and awesome yeah. that you're able to do that. Thank you. Yeah. So what do you love about selling wedding dresses? Oh, man. This is a hard I, question. <laughs> this is a hard question because there's so much about it that's you know, there's the whole fashion side and helping girls find that perfect gown, but then there's also the whole experience side. So for me, I didn't personally enjoy being in front of a lot of people. I um, I get a little bit shy. I don't feel like I'm a super shy person, but you put me in a big room with a lot of people and I can't even think straight sometimes. So um, when it came down to trying to make such a big decision, when there are a lot of people looking at me and getting excited, it was hard for me to even think. So um, my heart behind our shop is that brides really have the time and the privacy and um, just really think about their day and think about the dresses they have on. And you know, it's not the thing we've ever done before. So I just, I love being a part of that journey, um, discovering which gown makes them feel like a bride and which one they want to walk down the aisle in. Because ultimately this whole thing is about them and their partner and committing themselves to each other for a lifetime. And it's just, it's such a special time in your life. And the gown is such a big part of it. So um, it is. those photos last yeah. forever. They do. It's you and that dress and with him are in a lot of them. So yes. <laughs> yes. it's an important choice. It really is. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that leads me to my next question for such an important choice. Um, what do you think brides should know as they're dress shopping? Like, I didn't know when I bought my wedding dress what to expect. I just kind of went. And I didn't even yeah. know the first time I went that, like, I need an appointment. That's how much I didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I think there's, we've never done it before. And even if you have done it before, things are different than they used to be. I think the bridal industry is always changing. So it's like, no one knows. Um, make appointments. That's that's the first thing. And keep also, them. keep a really open mind and <laughs> keep them. Yes, if you if you need to cancel, you know, bridal shops, even if they're a shop that take multiple multiple appointments at a time, they have saved a slot a slot just for you. So, um, always let a shop know if you're not going to make it. But I think that making an appointment, keeping a really open mind, and taking mm, a very yes. small, very close selection of friends. Um, we've not done it before. How are you supposed to know? This could be quite a process going through a lot of different styles. And um, if you have a lot of opinions, it can be even more confusing for you. So I know it's it's hard when you have a lot of really close friends, but we all have different styles and different tastes that it can make a decision that's already kind of overwhelming, even more overwhelming and confusing if um, you have too many people in the room. So um, yeah, my recommendation, like, your mom or your mother-in-law and you're just really just those super close people everybody else when they see you they're going to think you're absolutely stunning they're not going to have any other dress to compare it to and it's going to be perfect so the experience is fun but it also can make it very difficult so um, yeah because then you that would be my recommendation to <laughs> 
yeah. whether you want to you or not. you have that one friend. <laughs> yeah. Right. There's always that one person where you walk out and you're like, oh, this is it. And they're the first ones to be like, oh no, I like the other one better. And you're like, oh no, this yeah. one ride. So yeah, anyway, yeah, less is more. <laughs> less is more sometimes. What about undergarments? I like in my planning, when I have girls go shopping, I um, tell them to bring multiple different, like strapless bra. Um, yeah. What kind of undergarments should you bring with you when you're dress shopping? Well, like wedding dresses are bras. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> stick-ons are always great. They <laughs> So wedding dresses are totally different from your, your, like any other formal gown. The structure is very different. Um, these gowns are really made to not be worn with a bra of any kind. Oh. Now, with that being said, you're not going to fit into every dress that you try on. I mean, these are sample gowns. Every shop's trying to have a wide selection. So um, sometimes it's nice to have those little stick-ons just for modesty's sake because um, you might find yourself in the dressing room with a consultant and she's helping you get in the gown and it's kind of mm-hmm. nice to have something on. Um, <laughs> although that is not what we're focusing on. We're trying to keep our eye on the eye hooks and everything else that can get caught on the lace. <laughs> But, um, yeah, you know, really you don't need to bring anything. Um, if you feel like you want Spanx or something like that, those can kind of be a tough one because that will, will kind of stick to the gown fabric and almost cause more of an issue. So you really, yeah, ideally you shouldn't have to wear anything. So, um, you know, you might find, so say you, you love like a, a fit and flare style. Um, but in your plan is to wear Spanx because that just makes you feel better. Mm-hmm. Um, and you put on one and you're like, Oh no, this isn't working. Don't stop there because there are every designer slightly different. There are different fabrics. You might just have to go with something a little bit different from what you originally um, thought. It's all about keeping an open mind and just keep trying um, <laughs> and then try some different styles. But anyway, yeah. Undergarments really, ideally there's nothing. So yeah, it's well, the best way to try on wedding gowns. But. This is such good information. I'm so glad we're doing this. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, how you wouldn't know because anytime you go try on other clothes, like you know, yeah, like but. I know when I go shopping for regular clothes, I think about okay, I'm gonna have to take the shirt off ten times today. Yeah, right. Got to be easy, right. <laughs> like a versatile bra. Yes, <laughs> like yeah. You know what? That's another just a little side note. Um, a lot of times, gals want to come with their hair and makeup done um that can be a little bit tricky because you are going to be trying on a lot of dresses and your hair is going to get messed up and um a lot of bridal shops will be really nervous about your makeup getting on the inside of the dress because that can happen too so really just come comfortable um curl your hair but don't go over the top because it's just like going clothes shopping anywhere you're going to your hair is going to be a little frizzed by the end of the day (laughs) you're going to be a little worn out (laughs) so Good, good info. Yeah. How much time does it take like usually for an appointment? Uh, it kind of depends on the shop that you're going to. Um, I would say that if you give yourself like an hour and a half to two hours, kind of plan on that window, um, that's about right. And then if you are doing multiple shops, um, give yourself some travel time so that you're not showing up late to your appointment. You know, you've planned, you planned well because they do you know, provide you with a, a slot of time and you don't want to miss out on any of that. So right. yeah, that's good. So yeah. my next question, um, what should you be looking for in a wedding dress other than you like the look of it? Like, 
Is there a certain, like, what if you like a dress, but it just doesn't fit you right? Like what kind of advice do you have for girls who, I I don't know, maybe have a different body type than the dress that they yeah. want? I don't know. How do you kind of sure. tackle that? Yeah, I think it, it kind of comes back to, I think, just having that open mind because you, your body type might not be perfect for what you've been picturing. Um, and, but then it all, there are, you know, every designer has a different structure too. So, um, you know, if you, if you want strapless, but you might be a little more busty, I would definitely look for the gowns that have like the built-in corsets and stuff like that, that are going to add just a little more support because Mm -hmm. these aren't like your, you know, your, um, department store strapless gowns. These, you can wear strapless and not have it fall down, especially with the way designers design things now. Mm -hmm. Um, they do a really great job, but just looking for those extra little, little parts and hopefully your consultant will kind of keep that in mind when she is pulling things for you. Um, sometimes you can add that kind of stuff into your gown, but then you're also getting into alterations and that can be a whole nother expense that you really can add up quickly. So, um, yeah. Yeah. Cause if you want to dance all night and you don't want to be falling out of your dress. (laughs) Right. Yeah. (laughs) No. And you want to be, I mean, comfort is so important. I don't know about you. I'm like, all about being comfortable. We carry a couple designers that I love because they make their gowns out of a spank like material. Ooh. So there's not any like true boning in it, but it fits like, oh my gosh, you could wear it all day. Oh, that's <laughs> it's awesome. lovely. So they've really gotten creative in ways to make dresses more comfortable because I think they're learning that we don't want to be uncomfortable all day. <laughs> Oh yeah. And we want to be able to breathe and eat and sit and dance. So weird. On yeah. A wedding day. Weird. I know. <laughs> so demanding. <laughs> so demanding. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, yeah. that leads me to another question that wasn't on our original list, but so here's what happened to me when I, because everybody wants to know about me, I'm sorry, but this <laughs> happened and it was awful. <laughs> My wedding dress I ordered and it was like way too small when it came in but there was no time to order a new one. So I had to like really, really fast. <laughs> I'm, I mean, oh, not no, even diet, I, but like I ate nothing but Cheerios for six weeks to fit into Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. And it worked, but oh I was just, it was so weird because it was actually a size bigger than I would normally wear. And this was a while ago, but is that still true in wedding gown sizing? Are the sizes like, like, you know, much smaller than an, a normal size? Yeah. Yes. The bridal sizing is completely different from your clothing sizing. But it's also like if you were to go look at, oh, like buy a pair of jeans at Dillard's and then go and buy a pair of jeans at Hollister or something, the, mm-hmm. the sizing is like dramatically different. And it's just like that with wedding gowns. So if you're a size 10, don't expect to put on a size 10 wedding gown. You might be in like a 14, maybe a 16. I mean, it. It's totally different. So you um you also really want to make sure that your consultant is paying attention to how many times that gown's been tried on. Because if you're trying on a gown and it fits great and it's a size 10 and you're like, this is awesome. This is my size. I feel good. Let's go with this size. It's really up to the consultant to be paying attention to that. They'll also take your measurements, but sometimes you really have to look and see what kind of material that dress is made out of. And if it's been really stretched, because sometimes gowns can get really, really stretched and they'll stretch yeah. the sides or two. 
And that's yeah, maybe what so, happened to me because I actually did try it on with a consultant, but the dress that came in did not fit me. <laughs> so yeah, I was kind yeah. of shocked. So don't yeah, freak out if we go. go oh. <laughs> no, go ahead. Sorry. It, no, you're no, you're fine. It totally it just yeah, if you're not paying attention, if the consultant's not paying attention and you um are in a sample dress and instead of measuring you and looking at the charts, just goes, Oh, that's perfect. That's your size. Let's just go with that dress. Um you really can, yeah, you can run into some issues. So it's, it's good to chat about it and ask questions and say, okay, well, is this one stretched? Like, or just insist on being measured. That's like, yeah, the best way to go. For sure. Yeah. No one yeah. wants, I'm so sorry. That's oh, awful. So bad. Was, oh. I looked good though. I mean, six weeks on Cheerios will really um wrap oh those God. extra unwanted pounds, but. <laughs> well, you did the right thing for sizing up. You should always size up. I I know we don't like doing that, but it's easier to take a gown in than it is to let it out Mm. as you learn. (laughs) Right. Um, They they don't give you very much allowance. So, yeah. Oh, man. Good to know. (laughs) So, so like, I didn't have time to reorder my dress, which, you know, that was a big deal. How long does it take to order a dress? If you're getting married in June, when should I be ordering my, my gown? Now. Um, okay. You, and now we are in January. We're in January. Yep. So every designer or before now, um, every designer asks us to tell brides four to six months. Um, with that being said, if the designer has already started a gown in your size, it can be a lot faster. Um, okay. Now, we also have to take in consideration that if it's coming from out of the country and it has to come through customs, we can also get a little tied up there. So if it's coming in right at that six month mark and something gets tied up and your shipping gets delayed, you know, you're going to have some issues there. So um, the bridal shop should be keeping a really close eye on your gown, especially if the time is getting close, but it's always better to get your gown in early, make sure everything's perfect. So if something is a little funky, like your situation, I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, you have time to send it back to the designer a lot of times these designers are great and they will work with you. And if not, then at least something can be done, you know? Right. Um, yeah. I, and I think that your gown plays a really big part in your design too. I think that when you really start looking at these dresses and the different laces they have, and maybe you had plans to carry daisies in your bouquet, and then you end up falling in love with a gown that has rose appliques all over it. Um, you know, it sometimes it's, it's just better to start with it. And then all your other details can kind of be planned around the perfect gown, you know? Yeah. So. And I think gowns are, because you have to order them so far to the it's, it's one of the first places a lot of our brides will go is to pick out their dress and it helps kind of set the tone for your wedding, I think. Yeah. It's exciting when you find that perfect gown and you're like, oh my gosh, you look amazing. Right. <laughs> it really gets you excited. <laughs> it does. Fun. It does. I love yeah. it. I wish I could do it all over again. Don't tell my husband. Oh, me too. Me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mind all the time. I'm like, don't you want to like renew our vows or just do a photo shoot? <laughs> like, there's so many pretty dresses. I know. I know. I love walking into your shop and seeing them all hang, hanging so beautifully. It's awesome. Oh, it's it's a good thing I'm already done. I don't know how I'd ever pick. <laughs> I know. The, the gowns they make now are just, they're just beautiful. They're in there. So yeah, it's just really fun. I know they're so nice. So what happens? Um, so let's say you order a dress. Mostly everybody's going to need some alteration. 
Um, and yeah. so you have to factor that into your budget. What, what is a typical cost for alterations? I know you don't do them personally, but, um, yeah. what do you tell brides who, you know, so they can prepare? Yeah. So I, I try to kind of walk through the gown with brides because I don't personally do it. I, I don't really like giving pricing just because it can really vary depending on the uh, seamstress that you have, you're using. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I kind of know like some standard things and dresses that are going to cost a little bit more than others. So for instance, a hem, if you find a gown that has lace appliques throughout the entire thing, that's going to be a little more expensive because the gown, they have to um, take off the appliques along the bottom, hem it and reattach it in a pretty place. Mm-hmm. If it's, um, like a sheet lace, so kind of a repeated, um, fabric. That's mm-hmm. a pretty simple one. Um, usually the designers will lay on a separate piece along the hemline so that the design, so the seamstress can just remove it and then reattach it. So those, those tend to be a little less expensive than the other. And then if it's tool at the bottom, you know, that's a pretty simple hem. So I, um, I tell brides if they plan like $300 for just your hem, your bustle, and maybe a couple little fixes through the bus, Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like that's usually, they're pretty happy with that. It's not usually over that, but it really just depends on who you're using and what okay. tweaks you want. If you put on a gown and you want a lower back, you know, that can just really depend on, that can depend on so much. So I try to know that, you know, when a, when a bride's in a gown, that she loves it exactly the way it is before she takes it and goes to a seamstress because there is a chance that she'll get in with a seamstress and it's going to cost just as much as her gown, you know, oh, wow. not, not totally, but it, you know, it can get quite expensive. So, um, make sure you love your dress just the way it is too, besides a few small alterations. Um, right. Because, yeah, they're what? complex. <laughs> yes, they are. I can't even imagine. I like to look yeah. at them, but I don't, I wouldn't want to. Like, <laughs> I wouldn't so work no. <laughs> on them. That would be so Oh, no. Yeah. What would you recommend for brides who don't have time to order a gown? Like, they just decide yeah. to get married in six weeks. Or what if they just forget? Or, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, I do run across brides who kind of wait a long time. Um, yeah. What are, like, off-the-rack options like? Um, I do know a bride yeah. who went and bought a massively huge dress off the rack and then had it like remade into a dress. Um, oh, okay. That was kind of cool, but I mean, not everybody wants to do that either because alterations do cost a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it just kind of depends on your budget. If you could pretty much anything is possible with these, you know, with a great seamstress, it's pretty amazing what they can do. Um, so because I didn't have very many gowns to choose from. I kind of have a heart for us brides that wait too long because we just don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we carry a, a wide selection of gowns off the rack that are brand new. So they're not sample gowns. They're just here for that bride that doesn't have time to order. Um, you will find that in just about every bridal shop, there are sample gowns that are um, either discontinued or there are a couple other reasons why they may have them there, but um, that you can buy off the rack. I think it's a really good idea before you head into your appointment to make sure they understand your uh, wedding date and kind of ask, mm-hmm. ask them what they have. Um, because sometimes 
you don't want to, you know, you don't want to waste your time or start off the day a little disappointed that there's nothing you can get in time. So it's good to communicate with the bridal shops and just see what they have to, what they have in your size and things like that. So oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. yeah. So okay. I have another question for you. Or wait, what? Yeah. Oh no, go ahead. <laughs> Did I interrupt you? No, you're good. I wanted to ask you real quick, and this also was on our list, but I was thinking about it. Um, what do you recommend for bridesmaid gowns? Um, I know you carry some um, in your shop, but how would you... I know a lot of brides also who have trouble deciding on what their bridesmaid should wear. Um, yeah. Do you have any advice to give them about that? Because I think picking out your own gown is challenging enough, and then you have to like pick yeah. out dresses for other people that come in all different shapes and sizes. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, bridesmaids. <laughs> it's like a whole nother bog. It's like... Do we need to do a whole nother podcast? Yeah. <laughs> bridesmaids. I, you know, you just feel so bad for the bridesmaids and you feel so bad for the bride because it really is a... It's not just like walking in and getting measured for a suit. Like, it, it really is a process. Mm-hmm. And there's a there are so many out there and there's so many places online you can order. Um, there there are good, great places online. And... I can get you a list. I'll do, I've done a little bit of research, but I'm trying to kind of weed out the, the good versus the bad so that we mm-hmm. can dress brides. Um, but we carry, we do carry bridesmaids. Um, it's tricky. I, it kind of depends on what the bride wants, but I love the option of you, you decide on the color and they get to pick the style. Um, okay. More often than not, when you try to get every different, everybody's body types in the same bridesmaids dress. No, it can be tricky. I think well, we yeah, all you're just asking that. It can be really hard. Yeah. That, yeah. Yeah. It is really tough. But I I would my one little um tidbit on bridesmaids though, if you are ordering online or if you're ordering through a store or wherever you might be ordering your bridesmaids dresses, try to do them all at the same time. Because if the company has to make more and you kind of like say you get the, the last batch from, um, you know, the last dress from the last batch, and then they have a new shipment come in and you order off of that, the dye lot might be a little bit different. So um, just if you want the exact same color, it's best if you guys order really at the same time. Oh, um, that's just one thing I've kind of seen go wrong, but... Good little nugget there yeah. for sure. And yeah. here, here's the, um, here's the qu- real question. Should your bridesmaids... Okay be able to wear their dress again? <laughs> no. <laughs> they plan so on just hard. never wearing it again. <laughs> the reality is we just don't. I mean, I I would love... Have you ever known anybody to rewear their bridesmaids dress? I just haven't. It's, I haven't either. Have you? No, never. I, and I, I've never reworn any of the ones that I've... But I will tell you, I was the bride that was like, isn't this great? You can totally rewear it. And I don't think uh, I yeah. want it. <laughs> you know, I do think like they might wear it again. It's going to be because they got to choose the one that looks really great on them, you mm-hmm. know, and your color. So long as the color isn't too crazy and like something they could actually wear again. Mm-hmm. But really, I don't think that anybody does. Do you? I, I, don't, I really don't think so. I, I have a few. If you have worn, <laughs> worn a bridesmaid gown and you're listening to this, I want to know. Yeah. What does I it do. look like? Because we need to know. Yeah, that <laughs> would be good info. Yeah, we should. That would be. Yeah. 
let's yeah. send me a message, send me an email. I want to know if, and a picture if you have one of yes, what I do too. When you wore a bridesmaid gown other than at the wedding that it was intended for. And maybe where you got it. Cause that's the hard. It's really hard to find good bridesmaids dresses at a good price point. So, and that's the other thing. Beautiful dress. That price point, you know, people drop a pretty penny to be in a wedding. And I feel guilty um, if I'm asking a bridesmaid to pay, you know, a couple hundred dollars for a dress they're not going to wear again. Obviously, you're not going to wear your wedding dress again. Um, right. But like, that's completely different. But dress and shoes yeah. and travel and parties and all that stuff adds up. So, you know, it does. It's- why they're your best friends. That's right. <laughs> yes. We all do it for each other. We do. We do. But. I think I'm done though. I think I finally reached the point where I'm, I don't, I don't think I'm going to be in anymore. Well, I have, there's one more. I have one sister who's not married yeah. who I would love to be in her wedding. So maybe you could just that, rewear one of your bridesmaids dresses for that. we all have a dress to wear from last sister's wedding we can all just (laughs) yeah yeah that would be Uh, weird yeah yeah (laughs) oh that's so funny yeah okay so I feel like we've covered the that um do you have anything else that I didn't ask you that you'd like to share with any of our listeners oh gosh you know I think I was, because, I was thinking really hard about this question because um, I, 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 I kind of settled on this, this one thing that I think is probably the, the hardest thing for every bride. And that's the whole FOMO thing. If you are looking for your gown, don't go to seven different places. Pick your top three shops that you want to go look at their dresses. Take those few people with you. And um, if you find a gown that makes you feel like a bride and you get really excited and you can see yourself walking down the aisle and getting married in this and you decide on that gown, stop looking. Don't feel like you have to go to your other appointments. Stop right there. Say yes. Delete all the other pictures in your phone. Stop looking on Pinterest. Stop looking on uh, all the uh, Instagram, <laughs> all the other places because those photo shoots are always going to look fantastic. Those dresses are always going to look fantastic in the photo shoots. And as you'll learn through your, your appointments, things look very different on you than maybe they did in a lot of those pictures. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then if you keep pictures from your appointments too, you're going to scroll through those and scroll through those. And depending on the lighting and the size of the gown and the angle, you'll really start second guessing yourself. I feel like more brides than not do that to themselves you know I you have to wait so long for your dress to get here and yeah you start you second guessing your decision because it usually is like you go and you pick one you know it's not like a a month long or three month long process you really do have to just make a decision Um, so that would be my recommendation like find the dress and then start focusing on something else because you can get so wrapped up in did I make the right choice do I love it I remember when I found my dress, and I don't know if this happened to you, Julia, but I was crying going to the appointment Aww. to pick it up. I was like, oh my gosh, I hate it. It's so hard. Really? Like, look at this picture. I just thought it was awful. My mom like raced the appointment early and she went in and told the owner, like, my daughter hates it. What can you do? And I walk in, I'm trying to act fine. Like, I find it fine and I put it on. And then I started crying because I loved it. Oh my goodness. You did. <laughs> but you're like, you know, you're just going through so many emotional changes and just, 
it's such an emotional time that you can get yourself all wrapped up in and thinking the worst and everything. So yeah. <laughs> that would just be my recommendation. Like delete all the pictures, delete everything. Just keep reminding yourself it's perfect. It's beautiful. He's going to love it. And move from there. You know? I don't know if you agree with that, but yeah, you, you well, commit, you stick with it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's your last yes. And then it's just, I do, right? Yeah. Like, Two big yeses and then an I do. And then you're done. Perfect. <laughs> so, but, yes. Yeah. Awesome. Well, Catherine, thank you so much. I feel like this has been so great. There's a lot of amazing oh, information here. Um, thank and you. I think, yeah, I think people are going yeah, to love, love this. And if you want to send me um, some of the, like if you have an alterations person that you love, I can put it in the show notes along with um, any bridesmaid gown places that you know of that, that you love too. Yeah. Send me that info. Yeah. I can put it in the show notes and people can have that and um, use yeah. that info too. So, and if anybody has any questions too about wedding gowns or just anything, they're welcome to, to call our number and I'm happy to chat with them about all the things. So. Oh, that's so great. Yes. What is your number? So our number is 208-870-0071. And so we are by appointment only, but on Google, it either makes us show hours, which you can't really do because we try to keep the shop private for one bride at a time. Mm-hmm. Um, so we are either closed all the time or open 24-7. So currently it says open 24-7. <laughs> we are not open 24-7, but you are welcome to call that phone number anytime. Or you can also text it too if you have like a little question and you're just like, I don't know. Um, we're, we've, we will get back to you. So... Yes. But the shop is not always open. (laughs) But it's good to (laughs) know. Yes. Yes. One one bride at a time. Cool. Yeah. Well, thank you, Leah. This has been so fun. Yes. Thanks for being here. And we will, um, we'll follow up with you too, maybe in a few more months. I feel like you have so much good info. Um, We need to have an episode too. Okay. All right. Thank you. Have a great night. You too. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to our Chosen Weddings podcast, the very first one all about dress shopping with Catherine from Kate's Bridal Cottage. Hey, to top it all off, she's going to give you $300 off if you tell her that you heard about her shop at our podcast. So be sure to let her know when you book your appointment. Thank you so much again. We hope to be doing two episodes per month. So if there's something that you want to learn about as you're planning your wedding, let me know so we can uh, cover that for you. Hope you have a great This has been a Chosen Weddings production, editing by Leah Alvarez and that jazzy little number by Austin Criddle.